0: Hi there, Nancy Evans here, owner of BYOB Agency, which stands for Build Your Online Brand. And welcome to Entrepreneur Rescue Mission, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs build their businesses, their brands, and overcome those daily battles so they can work towards building a truly amazing business they love. So if you're ready to overcome some daily business struggles, get inspired by some amazing entrepreneurs, and maybe laugh your way to success, we welcome you to join us each week.
1: Hey, everybody, Scott here
0: and Nancy.
1: So we have another dual episode, which we haven't done for a while. And when the spirit moves us, we uh, we hop on. And, you know, if we have a message that we want to share together, then we do that. So what we wanted to talk about today, uh, if any of you saw my training on LinkedIn about a week or so ago, I was talking more or less about some outside the box things, but also things that you should think about when growing an online business. So what we wanted to talk today was about the three keys to building your business, not just in 2022, but extending into 2023. You know, what are the things that you really need to have in place or have a foothold on uh, in, in building a successful online business? Because it is ever changing, it's ever growing. And that's what we wanted to deliver with you guys today. So Nancy, Number 1 is grow an email list and this is something that we you and I talk about all the time about the importance of that and how we feel. Yes, some people like Amy Porterfield and and other people in that space are always talking about email list building but you and I really started to hunker down with it over the last 2 years and you know we now have an email list of over 13,000 and it's it hasn't happened overnight it took about 5 years but how important is it for people to really start leveraging their online business, focusing on growing that email list?
0: Yeah, I mean, I would say, <laughs> I mean, this was advice that we heard you know, years ago and it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, yeah, build the email list. And it just wasn't like the number one priority and actually being on the other side of it. Like you said, I mean, now we're up to 13,000 contacts. It is a game changer. Um, Being able to reach those people outside of social media and message. You know, people who are directly, well, number one, excited to hear about the new things that we have going on, um, but being able to nurture them and, you know, drip on them and and provide value and so much more uh, is a complete game changer. So when we talk about the three keys and number one, being grow your email list, I can't, you know, repeat this enough. Um, If you are not growing your email list yet, or you're not really actively making it a point to grow your email list, start doing it now, okay? And in fact, even Donald, Donald Miller, who uh, he's a personal brand expert, he wrote the book, Marketing Made Simple, uh, his rule of thumb was actually a really good goal for you to have as a personal brand or a professional um, is to hit 7,500 emails in a specific niche. And it's a big goal. He said, you know, companies might take you three years to hit it, Or if you invest a lot of money in ads and things like that, you might hit it a lot sooner. But setting a goal for yourself and actually working towards a number or at least making sure that it's one of your business priorities is huge, right? You own that email list, right? You know, other than social media and all different things, right? Facebook could shut you down tomorrow, guys. Right. It's considered rented land. So if you want a contact list full of people, again, your ideal clients, your niche, you know, all those you know, specific people, uh, you got to grow your email list. In fact, I was doing an amazing podcast episode um, with a marketing uh, expert, Teresa Heath-Waring. This was probably about a month ago. And that's exactly what we came back to as well. You know, I said, what is the best advice you would give to any new entrepreneur? And she said, Nancy, all day long, I would tell them all day long, start growing your email list today.
1: So just to kind of, I always like putting tangible and visual application of things. So, as an example, Nancy and I we we have a mastermind called the Expert Authority Mastermind, and we open it three times a year, and we only take ten people at a time. Uh, we learned that you know through lessons and when we first open it that that ten people is a good solid number. So just to to put some quantified metrics around it, say that you know you have an email list. Of, of 300 and, and that's it. And, and you can, you know, you're, you're, you've grown it to 300 and you just market to the same 300 people and say that, you know, you need at least a hundred people to register for an event of yours that you can extract 10 people from to join a high level program. It could be a course that you're selling. If you're not, filling your email list with new people each time. And and just as Nancy mentioned, it's important to nurture people like 100%. But in the same aspect, if you're not building on top of the people that you currently have, if that email list is sitting at 300, and it's never growing, you can't expect to hit the numbers. But let me just, you know, talk about our situation. So just say, you have six thousand emails, just as, as a round number. You have six thousand emails that you're marketing to, and you know these are people that sometimes come to your uh, your offerings. They'll, they'll show up to a workshop, maybe they'll come to a one day event. But just say you have six thousand dedicated people that do take some sort of action in one way, shape, or form. So out of the the six thousand people, you know you get three hundred people to register. So if you look at the percentage wise of numbers. That's only 5% of your list that has to register for an event to get to 300. That's it. 5%, 95% can skip right over it, bump right over it. Like you're not even doing anything. 5% sign up. Now you have 300 people in there. Say it's that same metric where you want to close, you know, 10 people. So 300 people, you're talking about 3% of that 300 registrations to hit your goal of 10. So this is why building an email list is so important because the larger of an email list that you have, the smaller of a percentage you actually have to convert. The the smaller of an email list that you have, the larger of a percentage you have to convert and then it creates more stress and overwhelm and then you're just stretching too much. So that is just from a quantified metric standpoint the real importance of growing your email list.
0: Yeah, and one thing that I wanted to note as well, you know, I think so many people always, when they think of, you know, launching and they think of, you know, you know, doing special things each month. Um, They don't think of actually growing their email list as one of those like actionable items. But I want to share with you it is absolutely fine, especially during those months where maybe it's not a great month to, you know, launch a big program. For summertime. example, let's say summertime, you get your July, August, you know, June's, you've got your holiday time, you know, December, January, or actually December. January is pretty good, but December, November, you know, those busy times, you can pick those months, to actively and really aggressively promote the growth of your email list, okay? And that could be through, you know, creating an opt-in and getting people to sign up, right? Give your email, their email address to receive that opt-in. You could do a workshop, right? And not even close anything at the end, meaning not even upsell. You could just do a workshop. And the main goal of that workshop is to correct, collect emails and registrations, right? From that workshop of your ideal clients. So just keep that in mind, right? That you don't always have to be launching and closing a specific product. Building that email list is going to give you more return in the long run. Um, and just like Scott said, right, it is going to be that audience that you're building um, that you're going to be able to really close and market to.
1: So the second thing that we wanted to talk about, and this is also something that I, I did in a LinkedIn training, and I consider these kind of like outside the box lead generation tactics. So when people think of lead gen, you know, they think of social media, they think of DMing, you know, even email lists or whatever, what what have you. But the two things that we wanted to talk about that are kind of outside the box that we feel no matter how new or how seasoned you are in business and your zone of genius, you should have these things in your tool belt and they are a book and a podcast. And we can't express enough to you the importance of really understanding the the aspect of when you have a book and, you know, I'm very excited because Nancy is literally at the finish line with her first book and it's, it's how to grow your online business on uh, how to grow your,
0: how to grow your personal brand on social
1: social media. media. Yep. And it's, it's coming down to the finish line. Obviously you guys know um, I released my, my fifth book earlier and a, a book actually plays such an important role as a lead generation tool and tactic for your business. Now, a podcast also, like you're listening to this now, this is another great way of how Nancy and I build our list because you know people search and look for podcasts to listen to all the time, whether it's Nancy's podcast or my podcast, people are on iTunes, they're on Spotify, they're on Google podcasts, and they're searching for podcasts in the marketing space, in the online business space. And if you have a nice little call to action at the end of each episode, which is something that is very important and tactful you can do, which is go to my website and you've got an opt-in on there. Now your podcast is acting as another lead generation tool, much like your book, Nancy's book that's coming out. My books always have little lead generation tactics in there. Go to my website, download your free profile infograph. So thinking outside the box and kind of setting ego aside and thinking, well, who am I to write a book? Who am I to have a podcast? Anyone in any niche can write a book and can have a podcast. And that means you.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, the investment, right? Taking the time to actually write that book, um, you know, taking the time to start that podcast and create that content and, you know, do that, Um, the return is huge, okay? And it's one of those things where maybe you're not going to see it like instantly, but once you create it and you put it out there, um, you know, it's so much more comes out of it, okay? And the, the cool thing is that we don't really often think about is when you create a book, or, you know, whenever you create a podcast or, you know, different things like that, um, what you do is you're creating right this thought leadership type piece of content. And when you put yourself out there like that, number one, you know, you're seen as a thought leader and you really get to showcase and share your expertise on the subject matter, you know, that you're the expert in. Now, number one, right, so somebody's reading your book and they're like, oh, my gosh, Nancy really knows her stuff about whatever. How much more likely is that person to want to reach out or, you know, maybe want to work with, you know, me with certain things or, you know, it's happened many times with Scott. You know, he wrote, um, you know, multiple LinkedIn books and we still get people who said, you know, I read your book a year ago or I read your book and oh, my gosh, it was amazing. And, you know, it happens all the time, people trickling in. And when you're able to do something like that and have not warm leads, we're talking hot leads who have now spent all this time, right? Your ideal client reading what it is that you wrote and knowing, wow, they really know their stuff and I definitely need to contact them, you know, if I ever want to build or, you know, do anything in that in that industry. So I think, you know, that's one thing to keep in mind. And whenever it comes to podcasting, in fact, it was said, um, this was years ago whenever I was first learning about the impacts, um, you know, that podcasting can have you can actually close higher ticket sales more you know using podcasting Because when you have avid podcast listeners, people are listening to your podcast all the time, right? They start to feel like they know, like, and trust you, right? You know, they're hearing your voice. It's much more intimate, right? Think about that. Somebody plugging in their earbuds. I mean, however, you guys might be listening to this right now, but you're hearing Scott and I talk, you know, we're sharing, obviously, you know, our insights and, you know, our knowledge and, and sharing that with you it's much more personal, right? So when we have something like a mastermind or we have something like a closer knit program that might be right higher up, it's not like a $49 program, it's a lot more, um, it's a bigger investment, but you're more likely to actually convert people from books and podcasts for higher ticket items because of these things. So, keep in mind like Scott said, you know, it's kind of like uh, you know, out of the normal, you know, basics, um but having a book or podcast, that's one of the reasons why we focus on that with our mastermind program that we're getting ready to open it up, <laughs> the doors to. Um the reason why we focus on that is because we help people become experts in their space. And what is one thing or two things that every single expert, you know, we did all this research. It was really funny looking back years, you know, I told Scott, I was like, what does everyone have in common? everybody has a podcast and everybody has a book. So, um, you know, that's why it's so incredibly important and can be huge for your business
1: and a signature course. But th- the other thing is that there's no best time to launch your podcast or write your book. Uh, you have to do it when you're not ready to do it. And, and that's the thing that we've learned in having the mastermind that we have is that if, if Nancy and I weren't there with our people kind of nudging them along and helping them build out the structure of their podcast and launching their podcast. And, you know, are you going to do a soft launch? Are you going to do a grand opening? You know, let's build out the structure of your book, which we're about to do with one of our pods right now. It would never get done. The normal evolution of any online business is just that, you know, you launch your online business. Maybe you have a course or a program. You have an opt-in. You have your website. And then what's the next step? You got to get some notoriety. And two easy ways to get natural PR. And free PR is creating a podcast and writing a book. Those are things that you can put publicize all the time about yourself. And it's not about bragging on yourself. It's letting people know this is what I have to offer. And it's, as Nancy mentioned, it builds that know, like, and trust. No one buys anything from anyone that they don't know, like, and trust. And having that lead generation tool and that outside the box tool, such as a book or a podcast is essential. And the third and final thing, when you really want to focus, and I feel like Nancy and I have talked about this On multiple episodes for the last three years, is you need to choose one main social media channel as the nucleus of how you're going to get your business out there. Now, before we dive into that, what you have to think about is one thing. Where is my ideal client spending their time? So depending upon your business, uh, they may be spending time on Instagram. They may be spending time on TikTok or Facebook. Now, most of the people that Nancy and I coach and work with are business professionals. They are business coaches. They are business consultants. They are in the business world. So most of their ideal clients, if not all of them, are not just, quote, unquote, hanging out on LinkedIn, but they're networking on LinkedIn. And this is why we still feel nearly four years later, we talked about this in 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, and now we're talking about it again, 2022 going to 2023, LinkedIn needs to be your focus. And there are so many reasons why, but what I I can't express to you enough, even though, yes, I've written three books on it. It's what I train on. It's what Nancy and I talk about all the time. It is so essential to have a focused social media strategy using a platform like LinkedIn that is geared towards visibility, that is geared towards organic engagement, that is geared towards brand building, that is geared towards lead generation and having a a specific sales process for what you're doing. And we really feel that if people push those chips all in with LinkedIn, finally, maybe you've dabbled a little bit with Nancy and myself. Maybe you've dipped your toes in, the water was too cold, (laughs) so you jumped out or you're on that high dive and you look down and you're like, man, that's a long way down. And you're like, "Uh eh, and you go back down the ladder again. It's time that you really just take the leap because again, what's the worst thing that's gonna happen? Something great happens on the other side. But what's the worst thing that happened? If you don't do anything, nothing's going to change.
0: Absolutely. And it's so funny. Scott's like, choose one and it's LinkedIn. So we did that work for you. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, if you're working with business professionals and you're looking to connect, right, you know, with high quality individuals, you know, who are actually, you know, going to be great leads for your business, um, I couldn't agree with Scott more, right? You know, obviously I've worked with many different clients across many different platforms and LinkedIn just continues to be a powerhouse for forming connections and really generating leads. So the big thing that I want you guys to keep in mind because very often, right, we always get that question, oh, which platform should I focus focus on and should I post on all the, you can obviously post on all the other ones, but like Scott said, you've got to pick one to be what is called your leader, right? It's going to be the one that you're really creating that pivotal content. You're really, you know, those are the people that you're talking to, you're engaging, you're doing all the things on that platform. Meaning, you know, if on LinkedIn to really fully maximize it, you're posting daily, you're connecting, you're adding connections, you're sending messages, you're doing all this stuff. That's what you're doing, right? So we want you to really get Fully involved with linkedin we want you to choose linkedin right as your lead generation strategy and your social media platform for the rest of this year and the upcoming year and so that's why we are actually bringing back um so it actually put it on the shelf for a little bit um but we're bringing back the amateur to expert linkedin workshop um so we're super excited to announce that we're actually gonna be doing it at the end of this month um so uh, the last week in september and we're doing the five-day training. Uh, we're actually kicking it off on Tuesday this year. So that's the uh, the only big difference. But if you guys are really ready, right, to start, and I always tell Scott, you know, like it's building out the sales leg of your business, right? It is not just simply, okay, well, I'm going to do this on social media because I should. It's literally building out a place where you're going to be able to generate consistent leads for your business, That gets me excited, right? Um, That is going to be on LinkedIn. And you're going to be able to learn how to do a lot of things uh, using LinkedIn at this workshop. In fact, it's one of our best workshops, our highest attending, best feedback we've ever received. I mean, you guys know Scott's like got over 500 recommendations on LinkedIn. But from this workshop alone, we've had people closing sales and actually making some incredible connections. So we are so excited um, to really be focusing on LinkedIn again on our upcoming workshop.
1: Yep. So this is our, uh, we only do a couple of these a year. Uh, This is the final one we're doing this year. So uh, the information of how to register is in the description of this episode. It's September 27th to October 2nd. Yes, that's six days because we always do a bonus day. So Uh, Monday is a Jewish holiday, the 26th, and also Taylor's birthday, so we're going to be celebrating. Um, So we're starting it on Tuesday at 8 p.m. EDT. So Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are from 8 to 9 p.m. EDT, live and recorded. Friday is our happy hour session from 5 to 6 p.m. EDT. And then our brunch sessions are Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. EDT, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Monday, we're going to be teaching you or Tuesday, we're going to be teaching you the construct of your profile and how to optimize it. Uh, on Wednesday, we're going to teaching you how to build and explode your network. Uh, Thursday, we're going to teach you how to message and close more sales sales calls. Friday, we're going to teach you our content creation strategy on LinkedIn. Saturday, we're going to teach you our 20-minute-a-day routine to get explosive results on LinkedIn. And Sunday is our full open mic Q&A with all attendees. Now, it is live and recorded. The replays will be available till the following Sunday, October 9th. You can binge all you want. Everyone gets a workbook. And there's also prizes given out all along the way just for showing up and participating. So it's our amateur to expert five-day LinkedIn intensive final one of the year. Uh, We would love to see all of you there because we know how impactful it is. So again, the three keys to building your business uh, online from 2022 into 2023, really focus on growing that email list, have that book or podcaster, pick one of them. We don't care if you start a podcast or write a book or both, just pick one, which is going to be an outside the box lead generation tool. And then choose that one main social media platform. You can be omnipresent, but choose that one main social media platform and our eyes, minds, and hearts, it's LinkedIn. So again, check out the description of this episode for how to register for our final LinkedIn workshop of the year. So everyone, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please enjoy the rest of your days and we'll talk to you next time. Bye everyone.